So today I want to share with you about the gospel. The theme of today is the gospel powered by the Holy Spirit. The gospel powered by the Holy Spirit. Sharing the gospel with kids. I mean, just a blessing to be able to stand before so many young people and tell them how much Jesus loves them. Amen. We are blessed in this country to be able to do this. Amen. If we don't do it as a church, we are very disobedient to the Great Commission. And then I started training a team. We were here training a team of young people. Tomorrow I will not be traveling alone. I will be going with young people. And our teaching and our approach in a lot of illustrations and teaching aids and things that can really cause them to remember. Amen. I remember last week when I was sharing the gospel with them, I told them a story and it was very interesting. I told them a story of a man who bought a brand new BMW. I told them a man bought a brand new BMW 7 Series. And the children were so happy. And they were so excited. But the following morning, the thieves stole it. And so just like you, they were kind of like, oh. So I told them, then, then, in prison. And then when they were supposed to serve the sentence, the man whose BMW was stolen uh, offered his son to do jail time for them and so that the thieves would be released. And the entire 2,000 young people said, now you are very right. I cannot do it. You cannot do it. The principal cannot do it. But there's one person who did it. And that's God Almighty. That's God Almighty. Who sent his son to take our place. Even when we offended him. Man. I think some of you have heard some certain products. Maybe. Maybe and they will say powered by Mercedes-Benz. You see that? It's a certain brand. Mara is powered by another more powerful brand. So the same thing that we want to talk about today, the message, I think in this church, we've discussed fully the core message that we need to preach. In this church, there's no one was at Zebengori content your gospel king. We know it. Amen. I have over the years emphasized what is the message of the gospel, what does it, it entail? First, first Corinthians chapter 15. Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures. He was buried, and on the third day, he rose from the dead, according to the scriptures. We have seen that the gospel stands on those three pillars. 
And if you really want to reach people and really produce spiritual fruit, you need to know the content of the gospel. But the second thing that is very important, while we understand and Basaloni, I'm not lying to you. If you go to the book of Acts, and I've, I've done my own research, I've gone to the book of Acts and I've seen the message that the apostles were preaching. They were not trying to come up with anything new. They were just saying, this Jesus that you crucified, God raised him from the dead on the third day. That's what they preached. Hallelujah. That is what they preached. This Jesus. But you see, sometimes we are tempted to try and go beyond the content because we feel like it's very simple and perhaps we want something that will be more convincing because sometimes we are uh, tempted to think that we are called to persuade or to convince people to receive Jesus. But today's message, I want us to see that God, I think some of you have seen the verse that I used last time here. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the what? For the Greek. Now when we were talking about that verse I just want to remind you. We said that the message of the gospel for generations to come. The death of the cross happened more than 2,000 years ago. But the power of what was accomplished on Calvary, God has placed in the message of the gospel. I need you to get that. It was not possible for Jesus to die for every generation. But the message can be passed on from generation to generation. And in that message, God has placed the power to save people when they hear the message of what Jesus has done on the cross and how God raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Now, but Paul says something, Bazalwani. Uri message wa the cross. To those who are perishing, it is foolishness. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Hallelujah. And, and, and Paul is telling us, that God has chosen this foolishness, the foolishness of the preaching of the gospel to save sinners. Amen. 
God will not come up with something that people deem wise. No, because the message of the gospel tests the attitudes of hearts towards God. Amen. But anyway, I also see because academic. Then he would exclude so many people. All right? But God has chosen humility. Hallelujah. You remember Jesus said, the sower went out to sow and some seed fell on the road and the birds came and they picked them up and they did not bear any fruit. And when he explains, he says, these are the ones who hear the word of God, the word of the kingdom. Jesus says, they hear the word of the kingdom, but they do not understand it. Now, my question is, why would somebody hear John 3.16 and not understand? I mean, is there anything not to understand with John 3.16? If anybody does not understand what John 3.16 is because the dullness is in the heart, not the head. It is the hardness of heart. Their hearts are like a road, paved road. Their attitude is causing them to misunderstand and not be able to get the message of the salvation. Hallelujah. While that being the case, Bazalwan, we want you to understand that as a church, to preach the gospel. This gospel must be powered by the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. The power of this simple message. Molaijao o station, hallelujah. Ya gospel, give the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It says, but you shall receive what power when the holy spirit has come upon you say with me you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in jerusalem in all judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Let me explain the word power there. The word power there, it means you shall receive ability. You shall receive 
efficiency. You shall receive might. You shall receive confidence. You shall receive boldness. You shall receive insight. Hallelujah. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. In Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. And to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. So, without this power, the message may be correct, but it will have no effect. Thank God if we have the right message. But the right message must go, must be coupled, must be powered by the power of the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, preach the right content, preach the real message, you are correct in what you say, but you need to understand that when we talk about preaching the gospel to people who are not saved, but by decision, they are bound. There are spiritual forces that binds the heart of people and their spirits. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. If you will go back and remember before you got saved, you think no, we were bound. We were bound by pride. We were bound by fear. We were bound by lies. We were bound by the deception of the devil. We were bound by so many things and the devil has bound the hearts of people, Bazalwani. They do not accept Jesus. And so if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, to a place you're in just a decision highly mistaken because if this is about just decision then we can do that then we need good speakers to do this we just need people who know how to talk but if it is a spiritual matter, Hallelujah. In fact, authority Don't worry about the political, political situation because at this time the Jewish nation or Israelites were under oppression So by Chia or Kanakweka Ribilo Tsurileba Hum, Uto Bushecha Musho, 
Jesus says, I didn't come for a political agenda. I've come for a kingdom agenda. Hallelujah. I'm not going to touch the political situation. But in that situation, in that place, I am going to give you power. Hallelujah. I am going to give you efficiency. I am going to give you ability. I am going to give you confidence. I am going to give you boldness to represent me and to talk to people about the message of the gospel. Hallelujah. That's all you need. And can I tell you today, many people who think the world will change and get better, I think it will if we get a good government this year. I think it will. It will get better. But all the real problems of this world will not be resolved by anything. Hallelujah. Matata, Hwakwaya matata as chaba seki lina fazika bupara. Akasi resolve gimutu because what people need to realize, kur these things are spiritual. Money does not solve them. A good economy does not solve them. Can make people's lives better. But in reality, even in countries where the economy is doing very well, they have big and huge spiritual problems. So the solution comes back to the preaching of the gospel. But the preaching of the gospel must be done with the power of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 24 verse 49, please. Luke 2449 until you are endured with power from on high. Glory to God. He has given them the mandate to go and preach the gospel. But he says, before you go, I want you to tarry in Jerusalem. I want you to wait. You know, one of the things that people who are called by God, and I, I've, been, I've been guilty for that so many times, and the Lord had to pull me back. One of the things they will go ahead of God and try to do things. They know God has placed a calling in them. God has placed a calling in them. But even before they are endured with power from on high, they will go ahead and want to do the work of God before they are endured with power from on high. That's a big mistake. You are not going to be effective. And to tarry in the Bible is not to idle. When he said to them, tarry, you will see the next verse that they went back to Jerusalem and started praying and praising God and fellowshipping with God and raising their faith expectation to God until the day of Pentecost came. 
So ga le ntswe le retherry a le re gore dula o iketle o no ye motla bona ka modimo. No no no. Le ra gore rapela tsoma se fatlhogo sa modimo nyaka modimo go bitlhela o kolobetswa ka eng wa peshwa matla mo mogetwa and there after go out and carry out the assignment. Now I'm going to give you an example Jesus did the same thing. Now Jesus did not command his disciples to tarry in Jerusalem which is something that he did not do himself. Go with me to Luke chapter number 4. Luke chapter number 4. And I want you to see verse number 14. Hallelujah. Are you there? Are you in the house? Praise God. Verse number 14. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and the news of him went out throughout all the surrounding region. Now, let me give you a little background before we come to this one. We know that Jesus was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. Am I right? And he's the son of God, but it took him 30 years before he could start his ministry. Amen? There are other false theories. Those are lies. He never performed a single miracle. He waited for the right time. Until he was 30. Did he know God has called him? Did he know that he was the son of God? Yes. Why did he have to wait? You have to wait for God. It's a way of submitting. It's a way of submitting yourself to God. You don't, you don't do it just because you want to do it. Hallelujah. And at 30... He went down to the G river Jordan and John Mukolovich Shulo Wokolovich Abatu, Ubona Murajesu Aita, Oribonan Kwanamudimu, E Trushang Sibisalfas, Wabatamela, Ukopela Wokolovich Johani, Johani Wamukolovich, Wamukolovich, Rai Chaka Metzing, Moyama Ketu, Fulu Ralaudimarare, Juale Kaleva, Udula Rodimarare. Linsuli Chakalo Rodimo. Wa odeniwa, praise the Lord. Odeni akimudimuntate, orie, kienamu ramu rata waka, yo, kekhatwa okiena. Hallelujah. Bazalwa niwe, dilo cheki dilo chasimo, ya uditsiba udikwishish. Uditsiba udikwishishe. You have to be appointed. Hallelujah. There has to be an appointment for you to do the things of the Spirit. Praise God. Eish. Kitem tega golubucha. Mosom ngobat lego na diskasalin na di loja ministry loja smoya. Kirgo ena kirbana wakaliswa kile tome kwa. Kurele tome kapote. Le aga fandishe nebote. Le aga fandishe nebote. Kheba le nyaka ushumisho kimudimu. Amen. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot just do as you like. You have to wait for the right time. 
You have to be appointed. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? And the Bible says he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the next verse says he was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tested by the devil. Or to be tempted, I'm sorry, to be tempted by the devil. Led by the Holy Spirit. Wow. Amen. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. Fetula masuga ibe borobe uche. Arongwa di loa chumutwa peleka borobe fela upela kamanzuka muka ajuaro mudi. Apasa molegwa matom. Ufenge the lust of the flesh. Hallelujah. Molegwa bubedi. Satan umunameja tabeng kseng kushisheng. Kevar satan umunameja tabeng. Abara uri jesu wa msheki in his mind. In his thinking. The devil was arousing desires. Are we together? Just like he does with all of us. He took him to the... Top of the mountain. He says, you see all these things. The lust of the eyes. Hallelujah. The lust of the eyes. The lust of the eyes. Oh, to the place where you are content with God. Not that you want to be poor, but whether you have or you don't have, God has become your satisfaction. Glory be to God. Oh, you've come to the place where God is your joy. God is your peace. God is your satisfaction. You pass that test. Hallelujah. And then we are testing our raro, ori namela kuagodimu katempele wana mela ori. But what can you do tempele upila utleji agere? Ori no hoka ikushe cha fasi. 
ikwishetse fase go bana mangwale le ngwadilo la re o tla go romela mangeloi go ra o swara ka diatla o seke wa wa robega o seke wa wa teacher lo tula ga o gatlhano le leswika o mo khothela divese o bona re mthako hallelujah the pride of life that's the pride of life. I believe I can fly. I'm a son of God. I can show who I am. But Jesus says, it is written to not tempt the Lord your God. I'm not going to perform a miracle to, to prove who I am. I'm going to do it by the instruction of the Father and for the love of the people. And that's where we see verse 14. He returned in the power. Somebody say he returned. In the power. In the ability. In the efficiency. In the boldness of the Holy Spirit. He came back to Galilee. Karapatata. The man is full of power. There's a difference being filled with the Holy Spirit and be filled with power. He was filled with the Holy Spirit in, in Jordan. Filled, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, he will teach you, he will guide you, he will disciple you. But when you're filled with the power, you will serve God. Power is for service. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is to make you a good Christian. So he is filled with power. And then he goes to the temple and listen to what he says. Verse number 18 of Luke chapter 4. We are templing. Isaiah prophet. shiki. the spirit of the Lord. Verse 18 is upon me. Glory to God. When you are anointed, you know it. I said, when you are anointed, you know it. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you, I, I will apologize. Jesus is not apologetic about who he is and what the anointing of God is for. He says, He has anointed me. Hallelujah. He has smeared himself on me. He has wrapped himself on me. Hallelujah. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. So the understanding of us for the gospel to be preached, we need an anointing. We need the spirit to be upon a person. He has sent me to do what? To heal the broken hearted. These are spiritual conditions. Listen to me. This is something most people who grow up, the devil ensures that in childhood they are broken. I don't want you to say, raise your hands. Satan did not make a plan on Roba Pilubisomunya. The brokenness. 
ka mogo tlhokelele rato information o tlhokileng go fiwa confidence o abuse tshe weng ka mantswe le ka ditiro le ka go vetwa le ka go diriwa loka mokaga tsona le ka go ba bullied at school and everything that has happened you don't understand that you are growing up with a broken heart and the first thing that Jesus wants to do is to preach the gospel to the poor and heal the brokenhearted. Because until your heart is healed from brokenness, you cannot have a good relationship with God. People who are broken in heart are angry against God. They don't want to admit it, but they are. Why would you let this happen to me? Why would you let my mother pass when I was still young? Why would you let this happen to me? Why did you let this person abuse me sexually? I was powerless and defenseless. What could I? God, you were there. You were... Now listen to me. You are broken in heart. And the gospel that is preached by the power of the Holy Spirit is able to heal the brokenness. The gospel is able to, free, to heal the brokenness. Believe me, I'm telling you a personal testimony. I was broken, but when I received the gospel, my God got healed. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is the reason why families are dysfunctional. Brokenness. Hallelujah. Brokenness. And if you don't understand that you are broken, then you don't even understand what causes you to behave the way you behave. Why are you so unreasonable and angry and irritable and every kind of thing that is unacceptable? Now why? Because you don't give God a chance to heal your brokenness. God can heal you. But when you are healed, I said when you are healed, you become a blessing. Come on, be a blessing in this life. Be a blessing to your husband. Be a blessing to your wife. Be a blessing to your children. Be a blessing to your church. Be a blessing to your colleagues. Just be a blessing wherever you go. Why? Because you're not trying to draw attention from people. You're not trying to be happy because people make you happy. You are happy yourself and you are able to dispense that happiness, that joy, that peace. Oh God, I'm so healed. Glory to God. I am so healed, my wife cannot mess me up. Glory. Sorry, man, I'm always on your case. Oh, God. I am so healed, my children cannot mess me up. I'm so healed, they can't mess me up. My joy is not depending on them. My strength is not in them. My peace is not in them. I am healed. Jesus has healed my brokenness. All I want to do is to be a blessing to them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody needs to be healed today. 
Somebody needs to be healed from brokenness. Hallelujah. Mutuavu robegile omo yengi kwaramu tu. Oru wena oru wa swanel oru wankiria. Oru outibot na unyaka Glory to God. Sorry, let me pass. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I was telling my nobody telling me so The first time I opened my mouth in prayer and I said, My father who is in heaven, the voidness in my heart was filled. Are you listening to me? The first time Kibula Mulumwaka Kirtata Weshuamagodimo, the gap kamuka, the anger of not having a father or being raised by a single parent, everything was filled. Filled. Hallelujah. I was ready to be a father. I was ready to be somebody's husband. Already God. I can tell you I'm one of the best husbands you can ever find. <laughs> Glory to God. And I'm one of the best fathers you can ever find. Glory to God. Why? I'm healed. I am healed. You do it for his sake. Not for your sake. You're not trying to prove a point in anything that you do. Nothing is done out of selfish ambition. You are healed. You are content. You have peace coming from God. I need to emphasize that. Hallelujah. Oh, the healing of the bro- The gospel is able to do this. To proclaim liberty to the captives. I just told you. Because people are bound. People are captives. So you can release them. With a sermon that is just encouraging them. You need an anointing to set the captives free. The recovery of sight to the blind. People are blind. But they are blind. They need to set at liberty those who are oppressed. People are oppressed. And the gospel and the preaching of the anointed gospel is able to set the oppressed free. Hallelujah. And to, ac- to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus says, I'm anointed. I'm, the Holy Spirit is upon me and the Holy Spirit has sent me. If you are not anointed, if the Holy Spirit is not upon you, if you are not sent by him, then whatever you are going to do can never have an effect on people. Amen? We need an anointing. And this is not talking about fivefold ministry. Let's talk about just a Christian. Hallelujah. Please go with me to Acts chapter 6 verse number 8 quickly. Acts chapter 6 verse number 8. It says, and Stephen full of what? Stephen was full of what, Basalwani? Faith and power. It says, did great wonders and signs among the people. Stephen was full of what? 
Now remember in the beginning when they started, they said, let us look for seven men who are known to be full of the Holy Spirit. Mara later on, but Stephen, he's being distinguished. There are seven, but Stephen is very distinguished among the seven. A man full of faith and what? And power. That means not only full of the Holy Spirit, but now full of power, anointing, efficiency, ability. He did what? Great signs and wonders among the people. Glory to God. Go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 4 to 5. Oh, Rabahakatiri. Thank you, Lord, for the efficiency. Hallelujah. Thank you for the sufficiency. My God. Hallelujah. Let's go. It says, my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words. What? They were not with persuasive words. No, 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 no. You, you, you can feel a church of 10,000 members, but if you are just persuading them, motivating them, you are doing nothing in the spirit realm. Are we together? You are doing nothing in the spiritual realm. It says, it, they were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. Hallelujah. Read the next verse, please. Number five. That your faith, this is very important, please underline it. Th that your faith should not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Let me tell you something, and I really need to tell you something. Uh, life is going to test you, ne? Yeah. This is not a two-year syllabus. Uh, Amen. Yeah. The reason why I did not come to you preaching persuasive words of human wisdom, but I came in the power of the Holy Spirit is because I want your faith to be on the power of God and not on the wisdom of men. Praise God. Right. First Corinthians 1.17. Karapata Rabasa. Hallelujah. Read please. For Christ did not send me to baptize. Christ did not send me to do what? 
but to preach the gospel. Well, people are arguing, Kinawa Polo, Kinawa Polo, Kinawa Peter, Kinawa Jesu, Urna Polo Uluhejina, Kilaba Mudimgara, Kakolbejava Tobanchi, Hesi, few people, Uruban Murna Jesu, Asan Tumela, Koyaro, Kolobejava, Ifalaun Tumeji, Orera Ifangredi, not with the wisdom of words. This gospel that he has sent me to preach, he did not send me to preach it with what? The wisdom of words. Listen to this. Lest the cross of Christ should be of no effect. Please read those words with me. Lest the cross of Christ should be of no effect. So if you if you Amen. So sometimes the reason Jesus died, but the way the message of the cross is delivered to people if we are using wisdom of words, then the cross of Jesus will have no effect on people's lives. May God help us. I'm showing you that we really need this power. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 3, 4 to 6. Stay with me. I'm on the word. Stay with me. Just go with me as we look at these verses. Chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. Let's be quick, guys. Are we there? Did I say what? Second, did I say what? No, I want to say Second Corinthians 3, 4 to 6. You know, Help me, ne? Second Corinthians three, four to six. You get it? We have this kind of confidence towards God through Christ. I told you, power is also confidence, right? It's efficiency. So we have this kind of confidence that's power there towards God through Christ. The next verse. Not that we are competent in ourselves. The other Bible says not that we are sufficient in ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves. My God, when you go to preach the gospel, don't be confident in yourself. Hallelujah. As though anything is coming from ourselves. But our competence is from God. Somebody say our competence is from God. The next verse. And he has made us, what? Competent to be ministers of a new covenant. 
not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit produces life. Our competence, God has made us competent. Efficiently, effectively. Hallelujah. competent ministers. Hallelujah. We are competent ministers of the new covenant. What is this new covenant? Behold, I'll make a new covenant with my people. Not according to the covenant that I made with them when I took them out with my hand out of Egypt. But this is the new covenant that I will make with them. I will write my laws in their hearts. And I will put it in their minds. I will cause them to know me from the least to the greatest. I will, their sins and their sins I will remember no more. This is what God is calling us to be competent in by the power of the Holy Spirit. That when you preach the gospel, God will take the pen of the Holy Spirit and write his word in the hearts of people. And put it in their minds. And reveal the knowledge of God to them. And God will be merciful to people and their sins. He will remember them no more. This is what God has called us to be competent in. Woo! Hallelujah. Are you feeling the fire that I'm feeling? Woo! Glory to God. We need some anointed young people. Cherry, okay, Cherry. I see debating, Mumfan. Praise the Lord. We need the competence that comes from the Holy Spirit. This is spiritual work, Basalwan. It's spiritual work. Glory to God. Let's read the last few verses. Acts chapter 4, verse 33, quickly. And it says, With great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Amen. With great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Oh, glory to God. Great grace. Somebody say great grace. They gave the witness to the resurrection of Jesus with what? Great power. Somebody say great power. Great efficiency. Great ability. Great boldness. Great ability. Woo! Glory to God. They gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel like prophesying to this house. Hallelujah. As we open our hearts to the power of the Holy Spirit, and as we allow ourselves not to speak the gospel by the wisdom of men, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Come on, 2 Corinthians 4, 7. If you can take the word, take it. If you can take it, take it. He says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay. Woo, karapatara. We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, when the Bible says, do not lay up treasure for yourself on earth, but it says, lay up treasures in heaven. Yeah. Immediately you think about material things. That's what treasure is to you, and where your treasure is, your heart will be there. Okay? Hallelujah. I just sense in the spirit that God will raise very ordinary people here. I just sense in my spirit that God is not going to send people from where, where, across the world, across the ocean, but that God is going to pick people here, right in the midst of us. But if they will surrender their lives to God, God will take his treasure and put it in their clay. Hallelujah. So that he can demonstrate that this surpassing power is from God and not from man. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 4.20 Glory to God. Shakarabayasha. Thank you, Jesus. Kolababarata pasata. Mekereboboshata. Somebody pray in tongues even as you listen. Kerereboboboshata. Hallelujah. Katarabababasata. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. 
Mushwa mudimu asidi pole lofela. Hallelujah. Musho wa mudimu asidi pole lofela. Kima atla. You cannot run a kingdom with just words. Words are important, but words must be backed by power. When the king says, gives a command, there's power and an army to back his word. Glory to God. Well, we're coming to this place. I say we're coming to this place as a church. We cannot be coming to church and just having speeches Sunday in and Sunday out. Speeches Sunday in and Sunday out and people don't have the power. People must have the power. I say people must have the power. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is not just in word, but is in power. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 6, verse 63. John 6.63 Hallelujah It is the spirit who gives life It is the spirit who gives what? Life The flesh profits nothing Now somebody say the flesh Profits Nothing I want that to make sense to you Kinyakar omwolo mwa gushorta vera ore Nama Ikasitwe ukuhujisi the flesh has been judged i told you you're wasting your time if you are running after the flesh you're wasting your time amen it's a waste of time. It's vanity of vanities. You are doing nothing. You profit nothing. By chasing after the flesh. It is the spirit who gives life. And Jesus says, the words that I speak to you are what? Spirit and they are life. May we come to this realization. What are we going to do, Bazalwani? Today, after we had a message like this one, we're going to make up our minds, or we know the content, but can we wait upon the Lord? Can we come to Him and say, Lord, Empower the message. Empower the gospel. We sit under the power of the Holy Spirit until he's the one sending us, anointing us, enabling us, giving us the efficiency to do what we are called to do.